Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be with all of our listeners once again today. We're thankful to have this opportunity to be together again and open up God's Word and study a little further from those rich teachings and truths. We're just so thankful to know that so many are listening on a regular daily basis to search the Scriptures, wanting to learn more from God's Word. You know, we have a real need in our country today, let alone around the world, and that need is to come closer to God. And the way we come closer to God is to learn His Word better. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We keep emphasizing that. There's no shortcut to it. There's no trick. There's no magical formula. (laughs) We get into God's Word, and when we learn God's Word more and more, then we come closer to God because faith develops through that study. And as we come closer to God, hopefully we're going to come to the point, and our prayer is that you're going to come to the point where you want to come to God all the way, where you want to walk with him daily through the rest of your life, and that you're ready to commit your life to him, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in Christ, his son, your Lord and Savior, and surrendering to your Lord in baptism for the remission of your sins. Then beginning at that point, coming up out of that watery grave with Christ, coming up out of that reborn, resurrected to a new life spiritually with a new direction and a new hope, eternal life with God and Christ in heaven. And that direction is heaven itself. Our prayers are with you and our prayers are for you. Now, we really do have that tremendous need to come to God through his word. People are groping for direction in our country today and around the world. They're looking for answers. They're looking for purpose. They're looking for direction. And that direction is right there in the Bible. God is the answer. Now, I know to a lot of people that probably sounds trite, but it is the bottom line answer. Truth does not have to be complex to be truth. And saying God is the answer may sound like some to be simplistic. Well, it is simplistic to the extent that it is the basic bottom line truth. People need to come to God. The world is in a terrible state right now. And from probably most people's perspective, it doesn't look like it's going to get any better anytime soon. But we can change the world one person at a time. And as that person comes to God and makes the proper commitment, begins to walk with him in faithfulness, then that person can have an influence on other people around him or her. And then they can have an influence on the people around them. And you can see how it can spread rather rapidly, but we've got to make sure that each one of us takes that first step and that we come to God because the world needs the influence of true Christians. We're going to get back into our study. We're about in the middle of it here, talking about the importance of sound doctrine. In John chapter 8, beginning with verse 31, and this is a rather familiar text, Jesus says to the Jews who believed him, if you believe in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Pretty simple, straightforward, easily understood statements there. Jesus says in verse 31, if you abide in, 
and to abide in is to live in or live by my word. So he's being very specific. If you live in my word or live by my word, then you are truly my disciples. Now, again, if you look at this in an inverse order, Jesus is saying, in order to be truly my disciples, then you have to live by my word. And then he goes on and he says in the next verse, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The truth is his word. In John chapter 17 and verse 17, Jesus prayed on the night of his betrayal to the Father and he said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. So Jesus says, you shall know the truth. The word truth and the word word in those two verses in John chapter 8 verses 31 and 32 are used interchangeably. If you abide in, if you live by my word, you are truly my disciples. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What is the truth? It is the very word that he has just talked about. If we want to be set free from the condemnation of sin, if we want to be set free into the victory of salvation that is found only in Christ, then we're going to have to live by his word. But now, again, notice the title of this particular study, The Importance of Sound Doctrine. We've emphasized many times in the program that the word doctrine simply means teaching. Teaching. It sounds like a technical word. It sounds like a doctrinal word. And that particular term, doctrine, and doctrinal, a form of it, that tends to maybe confuse some people or maybe have them think that this is some kind of super sophisticated religious term. It simply means teaching. And the word sound as a modifier put before it is talking about true doctrine, correct doctrine. We're talking about then the importance of knowing the true teachings of Jesus and living by them faithfully. Again, if you abide in my word, in my teaching, then you are my disciples indeed. You're truly my disciples. If we want to truly be a disciple of Christ, the word disciple simply means follower, then we have to live by his teachings. In our first couple of sections in this particular study, we tried to emphasize the importance of sound teaching or sound doctrine. We looked at 2 John, there's only one chapter in that short letter by the Apostle John, and we looked at verses 9 through 11 where John emphasized the importance of living by the doctrine of Christ. In other words, making sure that we stay true to the teachings of Jesus and about Jesus. And let me emphasize again, they're not separate. The teachings of Jesus necessarily include the teachings by Jesus. Don't ever think that somehow they're two separate bodies of information or materials or two separate doctrines. No, they go together. They're, they're inseparable. And John said there in 2 John chapter 1, verses 9 through 11, that 
if anyone transgresses and goes and, and, and does not abide in, now there's that word again, abide, does not live in or live by the doctrine of Christ, the teachings of Christ, then he does not have God. But whoever abides in, lives in, lives by the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. So the importance of making sure that we're not just believing something, but that we're believing the true teachings of the gospel of Christ, the true teachings of the word of God. We need to not, again, just believe something or feel religious somehow. We need to make sure that we're following God his way. When we look at 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 13, Paul emphasized this principle by saying, hold fast, hold fast, hold on to, don't let go, the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Sound words. Now, when we think about this in terms of things that we have been taught or heard in other areas of our life, we can relate to that. Probably a number of us have been given some kind of advice on financial matters that when we either analyzed them or we actually tried to implement them, we came to realize that's not sound advice. We understand the principle. Or someone may tell us that we need to eat in a certain way or live in a certain way. And we, again, find out that was not sound information. So we pull back from that and we adjust and we let that go. We don't go by those particular uh, instructions or advisements. We want to stay away from them because we realize they're not sound. They're not good. They're not true. They're not reliable. Paul says here, hold fast the pattern of sound words. He's not talking about words in general or things that we would hear in a general basis or in a general way. He's talking, obviously, about the teachings of God's word. And so he says, hold fast. Don't let go. Grab on to those Live by these, the pattern. And notice that word pattern there. There is a pattern that we're supposed to follow. The pattern of sound words, true words, true teachings. The teachings of God's word that you can hang your hat on, that you can have confidence in. And then he goes on and says, which you have heard from me in faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. Now, he's writing this to Timothy, but he's writing this to Timothy, and this is inspired scripture, so the message is to us as well. We need to hold fast to the pattern of sound words. Some of you may be something of a seamstress or a tailor. You may at least know the principle that you don't just start putting together some cloth and and start sewing some needles and threads through it, you work with a pattern because you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're putting together, maybe it's a jacket, maybe it's a pair of pants, maybe it's a coat, you want to make sure you get it right. So you follow a pattern. A builder, 
he does not just one day go to a vacant lot and start throwing up some pieces of wood and maybe pouring some concrete. Oh, no. He starts out with a design. He starts out with an architectural plan. He's got a pattern to follow. And he knows where everything is supposed to go and how it's all supposed to fit together based upon that pattern. And we would not want to buy a house that has just been thrown together in any old haphazard way. We want to make sure that it's a sound structure, that it's safe, that it's reliable, that it's true to the pattern that it was supposed to have been built from. Well, the same thing, and on a much more important level, needs to be in our minds about how we follow God. We need to make sure that we follow him according to sound teaching, sound words, Paul says here. When we turn to Titus, I'm sorry, let's first let's go a little further into 2 Timothy. And let's look at verses uh, 14 through 17. Paul writes here, and he's writing again to Timothy, but again, the message is to us. You must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them. He's already told Timothy, you've learned these things from me. Paul was a divinely inspired, guided apostle of Jesus Christ. And that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. The holy scriptures, God's word, the Bible. God gave us his word to guide us to salvation. Through those teachings in his word, we can become wise for salvation. We can learn how to be saved and how to live the saved life. In fact, Paul goes on in verses 16 and 17, and he says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Literally, God breathed. The very words of God is the sense. And is profitable for doctrine, teaching in other words, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, how does the man of God, that would be the true, faithful follower of God, how does he become equipped for every good work that God would have in mind for him to be engaged in as a faithful follower of God? Paul says it's through the word. We learn what we ought to be and how we ought to be living and what we ought to do to serve God faithfully through his word. If we turn a little farther over to Titus chapter 1, and that's just the next book over in the New Testament, Titus chapter 1 and verse 9, we note this principle again, and here we're seeing it over and over again. Titus chapter 1 and verse 9. And here, Titus, or rather Paul, is writing to Titus, and he's talking to him about the qualities or characteristics that an elder in the Lord's church ought to embody in their lives. And when you come down to verse 9, he says, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine, teaching again, 
sound doctrine, sound teaching, true teaching, both to exhort and convict those who contradict. Well, he's saying an elder in the Lord's church needs to be a Christian man who holds on to the faithful word, in other words, the true word of God, as he has been taught. And when he can do that, when he exemplifies that in his life, then he becomes somebody, or at least he can become somebody, who can stand against false teaching. Because he, can, he knows sound doctrine. He knows the true teachings of God's word. And so he can rely on those and fall back on those to help somebody who may be straying or may be stumbling, trying to learn God's word better, maybe making some mistakes, maybe being led astray by somebody who is teaching him false doctrine. This man then can, can step forward and say, let me help you. Let me show you where you're making mistakes, where you're understanding incorrectly, and let me help you into the truth more fully. Now again, he has to hold fast the faithful word to be able to do that. And he has to believe and live by and exemplify his understanding of sound doctrine. Sound doctrine, true teaching. Well, let's look a little further here, and let's turn to Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 6, and let's look at verses 17 and 18. What a powerful chapter, and how encouraging a chapter this sixth chapter of Paul's letter to the Romans really is. Well, we could spend a lot of time just looking at the sixth chapter, but we're just going to pick out an excerpt, so to speak. In verses 17 and 18, Paul writes and he says, God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Now, having been set free from sin means that they have been forgiven of their sin. And in accepting and obeying the gospel, and that goes back to verses 3 through 5 in the 6th chapter of Romans, they have died to that old life of sin. They've been set free from it. They no longer live that life, and they've been forgiven of their sins in the past. And he says, you become slaves of righteousness. Now that word, that that expression there should not have any negative connotations to us. I know we, we tend to think negatively when the word slave is used or the word slavery, a form of it. But he's simply saying you have become people who are living faithfully the righteous lifestyle. And he says you have obeyed, you've become free from sin. You've been set free because... You obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. They believed the truth that they were taught, and they obeyed that truth. They were faithful to those true teachings. A lot of people have a tough time blending together in their mind the principle that in order to be faithful to God, 
we have to be faithful to his teachings. He has given us his word for a reason. It's not just to instruct us one time and we say, okay, I've got it now. No, it's to guide us in our daily lives, all of our lives through. And faithfulness to God is inseparably tied to living faithfully by those teachings. When we implement those teachings into our lives on a daily, consistent basis, that is our expression of faithfulness to God. We believe what he has taught us, what he has given us in his word, and we are dedicated to live by those teachings consistently and on a daily basis. That's faithfulness. It's not just believing intellectually, but it is putting into practice the truth that we have come to believe from God's word. Faithfulness is faithful living. We need to understand that. Now we're coming close to our, the end of our time today, so we're going to stop and park here for uh, today. We're going to come back our next time together, and we're going to continue this study and the importance of sound doctrine. Now, I want to encourage you. In just a moment, we'll tell you how you can contact us and receive a free Bible study that will teach you the sound doctrine of the gospel of Christ. You can learn right from God's word how to come to him through Christ for forgiveness and salvation and how to live that life of a saved follower of Christ, a true disciple of Jesus. The study is free. We always offer it. We even take care of the postage. We never charge anybody anything to study God's word. You can also receive a copy of today's program on CD if you would like, or a copy of any of our programs on Search the Scriptures, and they're free as well. And again, we'll take care of the postage. So write down that information as to how you can contact us and then contact us right away and ask for that free Bible study. We hope to hear from you soon. Won't you contact us today?